Welcome to the Radiantly Healthy Faith Podcast, a podcast that deeply cares for your heart and soul and is devoted to pointing you to Christ through all of life's struggles. Let's dive in. Hey friend, thank you for joining us. I'm Jenny Chatama, your host and your companion on this journey of wholeness. And I'm grateful that you're here. If you're just tuning in, we are in the middle of a three-part series where we're discovering a few of the methods of spiritual reading uh, that invite us to prioritize being over doing and open ourselves to God's presence and purposes in our life. And so we're talking about over these next few weeks uh, a few of the methods of spiritual reading of scripture that draw us into a richer and deeper life in Jesus Christ. And it's in the formational reading of scripture that we are seeking to be addressed by the word of God. So unlike informational reading of scripture, which is has equal value. We, we do desire to have, um, to be experiencing both styles of reading. Um, unlike the informational style where we are really kind of seeking to understand the text, uh, we're seeking to understand and make sense maybe of the story, the characters, etc. Uh, in the formational reading of scripture, we are we're really seeking to be addressed by the word of God. We're not trying to master the text or, you know, figure out like accomplishing our, our own agenda or none of that. We are really coming to scripture seeking to allow wholeness in life. We're, we're seeking to allow the text to master us, if you will, for the living word to be fulfilled in us for the purposes of God's agenda. And so really, uh, it's through the formational reading of scripture that we are prioritizing being overdoing. Um, we're, we're reading slowly, carefully, um, leaving room for reflection, uh, we also find healing, transformation, and wholeness because we have to remember that we are seeking to allow God's purposes in our life. We are seeking to allow the word to address us. And we know that God desires freedom, right? And so um, it's through this formational reading of scripture that we are opening ourselves to God and loving, responsive yieldedness. We're seeking to be addressed by the living word of God, where we're opening ourselves at every level of our being to the presence and purposes of God. And this really is a practice. You know, if this is new for us, um, we may experience some resistance. You know, it, it might, we may notice that we're uncomfortable with so much stillness and silence. We might notice that, you know, it's really hard for me to sit here and not feel restless. And if that is you, if these are things that you begin to experience as you um, create the space and the room in your life 
um, to just be with God. I, I want you to know that that is very normal and natural to experience those feelings. Um, and I just encourage you to offer that to God. Okay. And so last week we kind of talked about, you know, creating that space, you know, finding, um, a location where you can meet with God, whether it's at the kitchen table, um, a cozy chair in a corner, wherever, just kind of coming to that time with as little distractions as possible. So, you know, that might mean leaving our phone in another, another, wow, in another room, um, or just maybe just putting the setting on do not disturb right? Because we live in a noisy world and, and it can make it hard to hear God. And so that's just really kind of uh, important for, for reading and listening to God. And then we also talked about consistency, you know, that you want to select the most optimal time of day for you. For me personally, uh, it's in the morning. It's when I wake up, um, I've had a little bit of coffee. Um, for some people, they might not find that their brain is quite as active or maybe alert in the morning. And so maybe that is midday or at the end of the day. You know, it's really um, selecting the time that's going to work best for you and then just sticking to it, you know, because this this really is part of creating a discipline for spiritual reading, right? We're, we're prioritizing this. And so uh, we talked about the meditative technique in last week. And so this week, we are, are discussing the harmony and dissonance technique. And so as I, I mentioned, you know, with this formational style, this formational spiritual reading of scripture, we are slowing. We are slowing down. We're reading slowly, carefully, just giving our full attention to the scripture. And, and that might include reading several times. You know, then focusing our attention on God, becoming still, listening for God to speak to us. And we may need to do that several times as we sit with a particular passage. So with the harmony and dissonance technique, as we're reading a portion of scripture, we're keeping alert to the things that either strike a note of harmony or dissonance. And so let's talk through this just a little bit, because when we talk about harmony, we are noticing things like a sense of well-being, peace, awareness of God's presence and goodness. These could be things that increase in us uh, faith, hope, and love. And then when we look at dissonance, this includes things like maybe an inner disturbance, agitation. Maybe there's this sense of distance from God. It could also be things like discouragement. You might experience a heaviness, maybe anxiety, confusion, maybe even fear, okay? And so with the harmony and dissonance technique, we're reading scripture, we're keeping alert to the things that as we read, um, it begins to strike a note of harmony or dissonance in our thoughts, attitudes, feelings, or our perceptions. And so as we're reading, 
uh, we can mark beside the text points of harmony or dissonance. And, and an easy way to do this is to mark with a plus sign where you maybe begin to experience a sense of peace or well-being or um, you're really aware of God's presence. And then mark with a minus sign any dissonance that you experience, right? So as you're reading, and maybe you notice that there is this inner disturbance, um, you are feeling agitated, um, discouraged, maybe angry, okay? And so I encourage you that as you read, so you're marking beside the text points of harmony or dissonance, you begin to open yourself to God at the point of harmony or dissonance. Let the experience of either or both, because it's very possible that as we are reading, we may experience, um, you know, God's presence. And yet at the same time, maybe we do um, also notice that there is this anger that's present within us. So I just encourage you to let the um, experience of whatever it is, harmony or dissonance or both, be the penetration of the living word, opening yourself to the deeper dynamics of your being and doing. And so this is where we begin to meditate, we begin to reflect, we begin to open ourselves to God and what the living word of God is saying to us. And so this might be, you know, thinking on what is the experience of harmony revealed to you about your inner being? What is the experience of this peace that you're now having? What is it revealing to you? about your inner being or, or what is the experience of harmony reveal to you about your outer life of relationships, action, and response? Or maybe does the dissonance that you're experiencing reveal something in your being or doing that's in rebellion against God? So maybe you do begin to experience this anxiety what is this revealing uh, to you, you know, in your being or doing that's in re- rebellion against God? Is the word addressing some habit, attitude, or maybe a deeply ingrained perspective that's inconsistent with God's purposes for your wholeness? Is the word addressing you at some unrealized point of your life where you're, you're hungering and thirsting for wholeness in life? Is the word addressing some area of your brokenness and your being and doing that's crying out for healing? Maybe you, maybe you do experience this heaviness And maybe it begins to open up um, memories or images 
in which God desires to heal. Is the word penetrating to the heart of some pattern of reaction or response that's destructive to you and others? You know, I think about for me personally, um, my struggle with addiction. And, you know, I've shared this on other episodes, but I was... I had a relationship with Jesus and yet I was continuing to struggle with drugs and alcohol. And I think sometimes there can be this um, misconception that once we accept Jesus, all of our problems go away. All of our struggles are gone. And while God desires freedom and desires to set us free from the bondage uh, that we're in, it doesn't always happen overnight. And so for me personally, that was a large part of my journey um, where I really was praying and, you know, wanting that part of my life to no longer be a part of my life. And it was several years of praying and and God being at work in my life. And so when I think about, you know, that pattern of reaction or response that's that's destructive, the pattern and and habit in my life was self-destructive. And yet at the same time, um, these were things that I really did take to God. And in fact, I also was meeting uh, with a spiritual director, which helped, I think in that sense, it helped me to also um, recognize maybe the parts of myself that I wasn't so fond of. And yet at the same time, um, experience God's grace in my life as well. So this is the harmony and dissonance technique. All right. We're keeping alert uh, to the things that, that strike a note of harmony or dissonance as we read. And we begin to read slowly, prayerfully, carefully, really just uh, opening uh, ourselves to the deeper dynamics of our being and doing, allowing the word to penetrate the deeper dynamics of our being and doing for God's purposes in our life. So I will list in the notes for today's episode, I'll list out a few readings that you can begin to um, experience and and discover this harmony and dissonance technique for yourself. And then I'll also put some of these reflection questions in there for you as well. And I just encourage you to um, embrace the slow, embrace Uh, just this kind of spiritual reading of scripture that um, invites us to prioritize being over doing. Let's pray. Loving God, we just thank you that um, your word is alive. We thank you that you desire to communicate to us 
um, in numerous ways and your word really uh, transforms and, and shapes our life. And so I just pray that um, we would lean into that, that we would embrace a different pace, um, not just in our reading of scripture, but also in our life, um, knowing that you are always available to us um, in the stillness, in the quiet. I pray that our ears and our heart um, and our eyes would be open to your purposes for our life and that we would um, feel encouraged and just so loved by you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for hanging with me today. See ya. The greater vision at Radiantly Healthy Faith is to compassionately come alongside women on their journey of wholeness through the ministries of coaching, retreats, and spiritual direction. To find out more information, head on over to JennyChatama.com.